This is Family Time 120. And I'm asking how you see yourself. That's really the essential question. We're talking about self-perception. That falls under our self-awareness, social-emotional learning competency. It's such an important thing to consider and to determine for ourselves how we see ourselves. Because our thoughts become our actions. Our actions become habits. And our habits really become who we are. The things we repeatedly do, that's who we are. And it all starts with what we think of ourselves. A lot of people in life are going to try to tell you what to think of yourself. They'll tell you what they think of you. And we have to separate ourselves from that. You have to determine for yourself who you are. That self-talk is so important. If we tell ourselves that we're not successful, if we tell ourselves we're not good at a particular thing, a particular subject, a particular activity, then you're probably not going to be very good at that thing because you've started with that as the baseline. On the flip side, if we tell ourselves that we're capable of great things, that we're capable of growth and improvement, that we can get better at something, then we set ourselves up for success. And that's not being arrogant. I see that sometimes with students when we have these sorts of discussions. Is people don't want to be arrogant, they don't want to be brash, so they think they can't have positive self-talk. We don't want to brag or make other people feel bad. We don't want to tear others down to build ourselves up. That's an entirely different thing. But we have to build some self-efficacy. We have to build some belief and some confidence in ourselves. And we define ourselves in many different ways. We see ourselves as a student. We see ourselves as an athlete. We see ourselves as someone who's in drama or in band or in art or whatever it is. Later in life, we do the same thing. We see ourselves as husbands and wives and parents, and we create these ideas, these images of what those things mean. And that's how we define ourselves by our roles in life, by our careers. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with those things, especially if we're attaching to those things some positive attributes. Nothing wrong with that at all. I, before anything else, see myself as a father. After that, I see myself as a teacher and a coach. And there's a lot of other constructs that I bring into how I define who I am. But it's also important for us to 
ask ourselves questions about what we really believe, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, areas where we would like to see improve, not weaknesses based on anyone else's assessment, but what we think we would like to improve about ourselves or about our lives. Those are important questions to ask. And then we have to recognize the power of the self-fulfilling prophecy. You probably heard that term before, may not fully understand what it means. An easy example is how we interact with other people. Think of someone we meet for the first time. If we're meeting a new person for the first time, and we come in believing that person is a nice person, they seem really nice. We go up to that person because we already think that person is nice, we're probably going to respond in a positive way. We're going to come up smiling. We're going to be happy to meet that person. We're going to bring some energy. That person is going to feed off of our energy, respond in kind, and that's a self-fulfilling prophecy because we were right. We were right all along. This person is a nice person. But if we were to flip it around and we think, "Mm, I'm not sure about this other person. They seem intimidating. They seem imposing. Just the look of this person, I think they're maybe not a friendly person, maybe not nice. When we approach that person, we're probably going to be more reserved. Our body language isn't going to be open and inviting And that person, most likely, will respond off of us. And again, will confirm what we already believe. That I knew it, this person didn't say a lot, didn't seem very energetic. Those are self-fulfilling prophecies. We do the same thing with ourselves. If we go into a situation believing that I'm not so good at this, this is not how I define myself, then we're probably not going to be that good at it. And we don't have to go in every situation thinking, I'm the best public speaker, I'm the best athlete, I'm the best whatever it is. But we can say, you know what, I have these strengths. I'm pretty good at these things. I, I need to work on these things. But I'm going to lean into my strengths a little bit. And I'm going to spend time working on my deficits. And I'm going to know for certain that I can learn and grow because I've done it before. None of us started where we are now. We're all a work in progress. Every day, every year of your life, it's a work in progress. And if we want to keep growing, we have to consider our self-talk. And we have to look at how we view ourselves. If we want to change something about ourselves, about our reality, we have to start with, well, how am I viewing myself now? Because we're going to fit the roles we establish for ourselves. We're going to find ways to try to meet the blueprints we've created, positive or negative. If we see ourselves as someone who doesn't exercise, someone who doesn't study, we're going to fit that mold. If we start to see ourselves as something else, 
as something we want to be, we become what we continually think about. That's the question I'm asking this week. I want you to take some time to make an honest self-assessment. To ask yourself, how do you see yourself? And try to keep the outside noise separated. Try to stay away from other people think this about me or other people say these things about me. I want to know how you see you. How do you define yourself? Until next time, much love.